You're listening to Following the Way, a podcast devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices to help us live in devotion to the way of Jesus. Hello, everyone, and welcome. It's good once again to be together. The sun is out here, and uh, while we needed the rain, it's also great to have blue skies. The focus of this podcast is looking at scripture and practices to help us live in devotion to Jesus. And so you may be listening to us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I actually recorded a version of this podcast yesterday on Facebook Live and uh, was going to put it up. And then I just felt like there was some things that I didn't say and needed to be said um, in relation to this topic, um, which I've titled, Which Renewal Source Are You Seeking? And so um, saying that out of just the reality right now that we're seeing a huge movement for significant societal change happening. And it seems that there is hunger and desire for a major shift on several fronts. And we don't even know what that's all going to look like right now in this moment. But we certainly can feel that we seem to be in a very pivotal moment of time right now in our culture, and we don't know how long it's going to last for, but to be using these days with purpose and to be seeking to to see God move amongst us and to see the opportunities for what he wants to do in us is so significant. And so I'm saying that also in light of uh, our message this past Sunday uh, made that we are made for God's presence and that we are to be fostering the presence of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so I want to do some devotional centered around that because as followers of Jesus, we are to be defined, led, and filled with the Holy Spirit. And we are to be God's agents of renewal on this earth, manifesting and operating with the Holy Spirit within us. And so uh, operating that with one another and in the church and to others. And so in light of that, I want to read what it says at the beginning of Ephesians 4, which are are powerful verses uh, for us in these days. Paul says here, I therefore a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk, to live, to function in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called. The calling that we have been called to is to be followers of Christ, disciples of Christ. We, we are in Christ. We are to live this way with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So I just, I just want to stop there and unpack this for a little bit, and then I want to come back to some other verses in Ephesians 4. But we are to be eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit. We are to bear with one another in love. Now, there's another side to that coin, and we'll, we'll read that here in a few minutes. But there is a process of renewal that comes from saturating ourselves in the presence of God, spending time with God, immersing ourselves in the things of God. Now, having said that, it is far easier and popular culturally to immerse ourselves right now in causes 
that will seek to bring about or, or, or believe that, that renewal and change will be brought about through human plans, human initiatives, and causes and ideas. But here's the thing, that see no need for Jesus as part of that. And that is going to fail every single time. Renewal processes that seek to bring renewal in our culture that do not have Jesus at the center will not ultimately succeed. Now, I'm not saying that change isn't needed, but this can be a means by which uh, the church is sidetracked and as individuals we're sidetracked from pursuing the life that we ultimately need in Christ, pursuing the life that is ultimately found in Christ, from which everything else is meant to flow, with Jesus as Lord at the center, where we are being nourished and we are being sustained by Christ, we're being fed by his words, by his outlooks, his paradigms, what his word says, and our thirst for change and for the things of God comes from that. And we need that more than anything else. I've been, I've been really uh, blessed and uh, impacted by a book uh, in the last num- number of months called Reappearing Church by Mark Sayers. And in there, he talks about how our culture is propagating a vision for progress and growth that is actually an anti-renewal system. And he, he goes on to talk about how we have created systems that are fostering immaturity, paralysis, and isolation in our culture. And just think about what social media and our devices alone have done in that regard. But coupled with that, we value personal freedom and the pursuit of pleasure, which is defined as freedom, as the highest aim to attain. And and pleasure is defined as what feels right, what feels good, and what feels pleasing to me. And it is preaching self-actualization and self-autonomy for everyone, which in itself is impossible. Because what happens when my view of pleasure comes into direct conflict with your view? And what happens when those things oppose one another? Who who wins? Uh, who is given preference? The one with the, the loudest social media presence? And so in this book, Mark Sayers, he talks at one point about the two societal forces that are very strong right now on the left and the right um, and are impacting our our culture to great depths. And one he talks about is on the left is cultural deconstruction, meaning that at, at the center of that is you can construct any identity you desire Um, and that you feel fits you. It doesn't matter what culture, society says. Tear down anything that would oppose what you want. On the other side, uh, the other societal force is digital capitalism, which um, is highlighted by this desire and thirst for unparalleled consumer choice. And it's driven by materialism and consumerism and just more, more, more. And, and what he puts forth is that both produce the same realities, which is loneliness, paralysis, tribalism in our culture, fear, and anxiety. And we see that in so many different segments right now of culture. And the church right now in the midst of this culture, we are called to be the host for God's presence. 
amongst us and flowing from us and through us. We are to be interconnected, supporting and nourishing one another. Now, I want to I just read something from Ephesians later on in Ephesians 4 that will really highlight this in the midst of this culture. So the church, we've been given uh, the various uh, ministries and the offices of the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. It says in verse 12, to equip the saints, that's you and I, for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That there, And what that means is that nothing would be lacking. It would be completely full the way it's meant to be. So we would be full of Christ exactly the way we're meant to be. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes. That explains and describes so much of the anti-renewal system that is at work in our culture. Rather, speaking the truth in love. That's the other side of the coin to bearing with one another in love, speaking the truth in love, which may be hard, We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. This is the call of the church as a host for God's presence. We are to be a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Ephesians 2 talks about that. And so we are to be interconnected, supporting, nourishing, upholding one another. Unity around God's Spirit dwelling amongst us. Now, in the midst of everything that's going on in our culture, the church has not lost this calling. That that has not changed. God's purpose, his plans, and his vision for the church has not changed, and it won't change. Because God's plan is to fill the earth with his presence, and it revolves around his son Jesus and the church on this earth. And so when we are rooted into Jesus, when we are plugged into his renewal source, being fed by his sufficiency, we are strengthened. We are built up in love. We're healthy. And so this is why the question of which renewal source or what renewal sources are we plugged into and believing? What are the things that we are believing is going to bring about change and renewal in our society? And if it's not Jesus at the center, that's why that question is so paramount. There's this procedure that uh, uh, high-level athletes use. It's, it's where they take pal- uh, platelet-rich plasma, um, PRP for short, injections to help heal an injury. So what they do is they use platelet-rich plasma on injuries or, or damage to tendons, to ligaments, to muscles, to joints, even skin. And so to collect this plasma, what they do is they draw blood from your body and they use a machine that separates the platelet-rich plasma from the rest of the blood. And once these platelets are in the area that's being treated, what they do is they break down and they release growth factors, which are compounds that help cells repair and renew. And so the thought is that this actually triggers your body's healing progress um, process faster 
than than normal. And I want to think about that. That's a physical reality that uh, our bodies do, and it's incredible. It's incredible how our bodies operate like that. Now I want to think about that in a with a, in a spiritual reality as well. The presence of God's Spirit within you draws you into the sufficiency of Jesus. So the presence of God's Spirit flowing through you, working through you, you are made for God's presence as you foster God's presence in your life and in your being. He's flowing through you and he's building you up into the fullness of Jesus, into all of his fullness into his maturity, allowing his life to flow through you, healing you and empowering you to live as people being transformed and inviting others into the life of Jesus as well. As they see us being transformed, as they see you being transformed, as they see God's spirit flowing through us and changing us, it invites them and it's, and it, we we are uh, we're an aroma of Christ to those as we invite them into that same life of healing and renewal. What an incredible thought! And I want to leave you with that today. And I want to encourage you to continue pursuing the increase of God's presence in your life and making room for it. Bless you today as you go forth, and we'll see you again.